Wrestling fans around the corner and around the world, I'm the Big Fat Well. And I'm the Rocker, Marty Genetti. And in about 10 seconds, we'll be talking about 90s wrestling straight out of Melrose. Uh, it's going to be a rocking. Who let the little kids into the studio? Cut! Cut! Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. We know what you're thinking. Did they fire off six fascinating points of interest or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all the excitement of watching and listening to Long Island's number one wrestling podcast, I've actually forgotten myself. But being this is the Monty and the Pharaoh, from Indie Music Studios in Ron Conklin. And the fact that they were talking to yet another champion wrestling star, one of the most powerful and talented performers from the wrestling franchise, and not to forget well-informed and provocative interview questions asked and answered. It was such an interesting and entertaining hour, the questions nearly blew your head clean off. Now you've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Do you, punk? What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, seen here out of Indie Music TV every Thursday from 9 o'clock until whenever. whenever. At the board is our friend, our own little private dancer. What? Matty Ice. Matty, how what? are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Our, our what? He's our private dancer. Oh, Matt, Matt, dancer deny it. for money. I, I'm a horrible dancer. You, you know, Matt, we're seeing a lanky person dance. Pe people can't see you, Matt, but you got those headphones on. But from the back, you look like you got devil horns on. Does he? Ooh. It looks like he's a Halloween costume going. On. Yeah, it does. A little Especially past the, shades, the season, I can't make but, anything you know, out. So yeah, you look pretty ominous over there. I want to thank everybody for joining it. us. We've got <laughs> Maria Davis in the house. Eight hundred two ESO. Mr. Chris Lee, our super moderator. Robbie B, how are you? Rally, good to see you. Ghost Rider, Wistira Hall in the house. Bartman. 
We got Rick B in the house. All What's right, up? man. What's Thank up? you guys What's for spending up, your Thursday with us. I hope you enjoyed our little intro video. I hope you got a good laugh out of that. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> PJ, how are you, buddy? Good to see you. Davio, welcome, my friend. All what right. What is happening to one and all? That's what is it. happening? So before we got on air, uh, you know, off script, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, News broke that the WWE, who had a great third quarter or earnings of up 15% by over, uh, what, $255 million. Small fortune. They've yeah. decided. AMS, how are you, my friend? What is up, um, mess? By the way, guys, uh, I wrote you guys your, your, your stuff has left and is in route to your homes. Oh. So I want to thank you guys for all your support. Have you been shipping again? Shipping again. Good man. But the WWE has released big names like, which hurts me, Karrion Cross. That's a crusher for you. Scarlett. Yes, that's a crusher Nia for you. Nia Jax. That's not a crusher for me. Is that a crusher for you? Eh, okay. a little bit. Who else you got? Ember Moon. You know I could care less. And then Bearcat Lee. Uh, first of all, it's not Bearcat Lee. Phil, oh, how are you? I, I can't stand this Bearcat Lee stuff. It's Keith Lee, and I think it's it's terrible that they've let Keith Lee go. I'm in shock. Terrible. I'm in shock. I'm not happy about that one. But like we said, the Nikon the Nikon effect is right. in effect. Yeah. Well, right as now. I had explained on this week in wrestling, which you can catch tomorrow night, folks, uh, on our channel. Uh, the thing that uh, I'm not really surprised by any of this whatsoever. And it's, you know, the Carrion Cross thing, I know it bothers you, but Carrion Cross was a problem, I think, behind the scenes. And again, he's kind of Goldbergish, so he's not going to give you a clinic in the ring. And if he's a problem, and I also told you that long list, that's a lot of money that they weren't using them. So you got, you're making your money, but you're also wasting your money. So why waste? Money should never be wasted, period. If you're not going to use somebody... There's the door. 802 says uh, Cross is a mistake, shaking his head. I tend to agree with that. We both agree with that. I I agree with that. I thought Karrion Cross was excellent in NXT, but something funny happened, like it happens to many, when they get to the main program. I can't explain it. 802 also said his wife has gone to his fiance. That's correct. And Maria Davis says WWE really cleaned their house out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they'll be fine. I'm, I'm not 802 surprised. 802 said uh, Karen Cross had heat, heat with Adam Cole. Thank you. I knew that something had gone down behind the scenes. I was pretty, pretty open to Adam Cole. Oh, not shit. There either. Wait a minute. I didn't realize this. Morrison's wife let go. That was Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet. Yeah. The, to me, she's a Taya Valkyrie. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but I've, I used to watch her in Mexico. Dude, she was excellent. They never really truly how does that, is that How does that feel she's when excellent. a husband loses their wife? Oh, that can't feel good. That's got to be a problem, I can't, right? I, of course it's a problem. And, uh, Unless you're Charlotte Flair and you're like, yeah, let me know how it is over an AEW Andrade. You won. <laughs> Charlotte! Why, why wouldn't they just got rid of Johnny Drip Drip? Johnny Drip Drip? Yeah. Who, uh, could you explain who Johnny Drip Drip is to the audience? Johnny Morrison. He's That's Johnny Drip Johnny Drip Drip? Johnny Drip Drip. What is that, a reference to his active host? Because he's pretty active over the years. That's what he calls himself, Johnny Drip Drip. Really? Wow. He's pretty funny. Uh, Why would you let him go? He's great in the ring. Ghost Rider, the queen of pro wrestling, Charlotte Flair. Woo! Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Charlotte. She's my queen. She's the queen. She's the the queen. But, you know, if you're going to get rid of people, why wouldn't you get rid of Johnny Drip Drip? I wouldn't get rid of him. He's an excellent worker. He did great with The Miz. 
He was entertaining. So you're trying okay, to Okay, be... he wasn't the guy he was in the Indies, but I thought he did he's so, done fine since he's been with the But let me ask you this. You're trying to, to build Vince. a future, so why wouldn't you keep a Keith Lee and get rid of a Miz, for example? I would never get rid of the Miz. I can't you know what? And if you hate him, that's fine. But if you can't tell that the Miz is a star, I feel sorry for you. I'm not a fan of the Miz. You know I'm not. The guy's a star. Okay? Anything they've ever asked him to do, he's done well. All right? Now, maybe your definition of well is different than mine, but I think he's been nothing but a great company guy, and everything he's done or been asked to do, he's gotten it over. Hasn't he? Mm. The Miz is, you know, I mean, come on, help me out here. I know you're a big fan of The Miz, believe it or not. I'm a huge fan of The Miz. Well, thank you. But it's concerning you know? to me that they're they're letting go some, well, not that Karen Cross, let's face it, we were talking he's about this earlier. He's almost 40. He's almost 40. He's, Keith, out of, he's out of time. Keith Lee, I'm bothered he's by. He's literally out of time. Like, Karen Cross may be the lifetime indie guy. He might be now. But I don't know. It's we'll over. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Which is uh, a shame. Yeah, a little bit. Of, it, it kind of is, you know, but I'm not happy about Keith Lee. That's, 802 that's... said he wanted the smack come after segment on NXT. You could hear Cross say, I'm smacking him in the back. There you go. So that's, something must have happened. That's what I was talking about. Something happened where he lost his professionalism live on the air, and they were not pleased with that at all. So. All right, another news. NFL player Henry Ruggs III faces charges over a fatal drunk driving crash. What? Former Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III was traveling more than 150 miles per hour. His alcohol level is more than twice the legal limit. Hmm. Before his car rear-ended another car, killing a 23-year-old woman, woman, prosecutors say Wednesday. According to the National Football League, Los Angeles Raiders wide receiver Terry Ruggs III was arrested Tuesday in book with charge of DUI, resulting in the death of another person. Later that evening, the Raiders announced that the 22-year-old athlete was released from the team. The Raiders are having some issues. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on Mr. Ruggs, Farrow? Asshole. Why do you always do this to me? You already know what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be saying. Asshole. 150 miles an hour? Yeah, what do you think? Why do you have to drive that fast? Well, oh, the alcohol made me do it. No, you're the asshole who drank the alcohol and decided to do 150 miles an hour. But here's the, she was 23, bro. You're just sitting at a light or something, right? I mean, what, so, what is she guilty of that she's lost her life? She's just sitting there and some asshole hits her at 150 miles an hour? Forget the, the, the Raiders releasing him. The only thing that should be released from him is a bar of soap sliding out of his ass amongst other uh, foreign objects after he spends the next whatever in jail. Absolutely. Fuck this asshole. Absolutely. I'm done. By the way, Davio V's upset. The Miz should have not been let go from Dancing with the Stars. Interesting. I can't say that. <laughs> no, that's, that's, hey, look, maybe that's what they're into. I, I, I didn't see the show. Was he a good dancer? It's pretty is, good. Is this an injustice? He put a lot of effort into it. Didn't Jericho go on Dancing with the Stars? I don't think so. I think he did. No, I don't think I so. think he did. Do you really? Hey, audience, help us out. Did Chris Jericho actually appear on Dancing with the Stars? Because I think he did. I could be off. Hold on. Could have been another wrestler. Keep talking. Wasn't the big check. show, I'll tell you that. I don't I don't think it was. <laughs> I could swear it was Jericho. Eh, whatever. What are you going to do? And here we are worried about Dancing with the Stars. Meanwhile, Chris Jericho. He was? He was. Hey, there you go. Look at you. Well, I love Jericho. That's the, that's and the problem. How did he know? do, by the way? He probably did okay. But I was told that he was told to never, ever come on the show again. Oh, well. 
<laughs> so probably the biggest news of the week, my friend, yeah. AEW star John Moxley enters alcohol treatment program. The AEW star mm. has entered into an inpatient program okay. uh, to treat his alcoholism. Uh, CEO, general manager, and head of creative, Tony Khan, announced John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he's entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AW family where we stand by him and Renee and all his family friends as you shift focus on his recovery. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that, Jenny? Well, um, it's rough, you know. Uh, what I found uh, more, more interesting was um, Mr. CM Punk uh, coming out and discussing, yeah, L'Chaim and all that other good yeah. stuff. Discussing uh, that, yeah, it is good, isn't it? That is good. Huh? I like that. That's really good. Discussing that, you know, uh, he doesn't want to hear anybody else's name chanted, but Moxley's uh, tonight. Not his name, because he's in a foul mood. I mm. which I thought was interesting. Um, well, number one, give him kudos for um, realizing that he has a problem, right? Okay. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I wonder, like, how long the problem has been going on. Did Renee can never realize that she knew that? Like, you know how you you watch things and you expect things to happen, like people to like not be able to hide their secrets, mm-hmm. their 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 better halves or their second half. Yeah. Yeah. She never let like let on that there was a problem. How, you know what I'm wondering? Did this develop after he left Vince? Interesting. I mean, did it did, because you know he wanted to have his own schedule and he wanted to wrestle cer- a certain way. He wanted to up his physicality and he wanted to get back to his roots. Which, if you ever saw John back in the day, like in the CZW Combat Zone Wrestling Prime, right. he basically wanted to get back to being a complete maniac. I'm wondering if that returning to his old ways philosophically. For some reason, he felt that he had to live as fast as he was wrestling in the ring because he clearly upped the ante and hit the pedal to the metal with his pro wrestling inside the ring. Did it take a toll on his body? Did it make him want to drink to kill the pain? Did he suddenly, you know, replace whatever it was he was doing back in the old days with alcohol to get through the pain? I'm not sure. I know that he gained a lot of weight. I've said that Absolutely. to you. If you look at... He was um, like a stick before, if right? You look, well, to you, he was. To me, he was just a guy in good shape back in the days of WWE. But I noticed that, in the, especially in the last half year or so, he has gotten beefy. You know, Wait a minute. I feel like I'm gaining weight right now. <laughs> I wonder if... Uh, right? Mess says, Maybe there is something Mess says, Monty, be careful. Stone Cold might sue me because, uh, you know... What? Stealing his gimmick. Oh, Okay. That's the Rob says he loves your ranch. You're always spot on. Very Thank nice you. of you to say. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what do you think it is? What do you think made him, uh, you know? Barry Robstein, to... law practice, says, please disassist for dressing as my client. Thank you. <laughs> what the? <laughs> barefoot? It's a lawyer, too, because it got, says it right here. Got, law he, practice. He's got a trademark on bare feet. Do you really think that's his what? client? I could care less. I really don't give a flying rat's ass. What? He's using everybody's money to to, uh, to, to hire a lawyer. Wait a minute. Barry. Maybe he should contact uh, the big fat whale's empty bank account and realize that he's not going to get paid. This is true. 
This case, is true. Case dismissed. So anyway, <laughs> final thoughts on uh, Mr. Moxley? I, well, I wanted to ask you, what do you think led him to drinking so much? Is it the fact that he realized his checks compared to Vince suck? <laughs> wow. That's a good point. I would, I would drink more if I realized... What did I, I do? Had, yeah. <laughs> if I realized I gave away half my salary... Damn, I'm married to that bitch Renee Young. Which, oh, I don't want that one. You know what? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we honestly, don't know what goes on behind closed honestly, doors. I, I have no know, idea. I, you know what? I, I, you know, I'd like to say, though, publicly, that you uh, and I are like Christmas on, uh, you know, school on Christmas vacation. No class. We have no, I'm sorry, <laughs> no folks. I, I, really, I really apologize deeply. Can't you tell? Anyway. Do you think, what do you think led John to, uh, you know, and I do hope he gets better. I mean, kind of, well, you can't take a joke, folks. I do hope he gets better. I mean, my Lord, what's going on with him? I actually like Listen, how about, how about this? Look. How about this? I really don't feel bad for John Moxley, because I'll tell you why. Why? Because he's a millionaire that gets to go to inpatient treatment. How about the people that can't afford their their drug and they alcohol problems? They wouldn't even let me in the front door last week. I was like, but I'm the pharaoh when I heard slam. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what the frig? By the way, Jason Kesselman says, do you like anybody in the Breeders' Cup this weekend? In the Breeders' Cup. Wow. Well, wait a minute. You're the gambling man. What say you? Or have you... Wait a minute. Ghost you... Rider says he's drinking Jägermeister. Well, there you go, Ghost. Jägermeister. I like that cheers stuff. To, yeah, cheers, cheers to Ghostmeister. Cheers to... Yes. The Ghost Rider, I mean. Ghost Rider? Mm -hmm. the, wait, wait a minute. The Ghost Rider? The skeleton with the fire on his head. Nice. Nice. And a little drink to Barry Rothstein, law practice. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Mm. Anyway, I feel this. I feel that I'm glad that Barry. Oi. <laughs> I'm glad that he. I'm glad that he realizes his issue. He has a young child. This is not a joke, no, right? No, of course not. Well, no. I mean, we just spoke about someone who murdered someone because they didn't realize yeah, that. On. You know, maybe they're not above the law, and maybe you shouldn't drink and drive, right? right? There's enough people right. driving straight right. that have issues, right? Much less than right. drinking and driving. Yeah, in all seriousness. So kudos you know, to Moxley for I, I sure. I really hope he does get well. I mean, you know, and I actually have enjoyed him in AEW. And dude, he's big, man. He's got. Oh, some, by the way, eight hundred two says his so rehabs big. a retreat. Oh, he's probably trying to get away from Tony Khan. Gotta get the fuck that, away from this. Guy. If this guy hugs me one more time, <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, John, come back. Oh, how about the cool? You make me feel all warm and fuzzy. I gotta deal with you at work all day. Then I gotta come home to Renee Young. Rehab. This is rough. I like Renee Young. I don't know. Maybe, wait a minute. How do we know he's not the problem at home? Phil says he's picked the wrong week for stop sniffing glue. <laughs> or taking amphetamines. Or, wow, that was great. There were so many different lines in that film. Go on. Yeah. He stops sniffing. Well, if it doesn't get worse, window. former WWE diva <laughs> exposes OnlyFans abuse. Sunny from the WWE what? reveals abuse from her co-star, Tammy Lynn St Sitch, okay. releasing a statement to her fans. She apologized for not being able to do much because she's in an abusive relationship. She referred to, referred to her co-star and further revealed that he left bruises on her body. I'm sorry, guys, but my co-star has become a complete a-hole. He's abusive AF as as fuck. Thank you. Yeah, and has given some bruises. Forgive me. I can't do much right now. Sonny's only fa fan account has really been reaching heights once again, and it was evident the amount of content she teased on her social media. Thoughts on that, buddy? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get serious now. Don't you fucking touch her. What is that? 
Are you kidding me? I'm not going to even fucking make a joke about that. What the fuck is that? If this, if this guy's hurting her, someone should hurt this guy. Well, from what I understand, is she like does porn on this thing. So I don't really now, know. Now, hold on a second. You, This guy doesn't know who he's dating or what her deal is? No, like they, they're doing it on OnlyFans, like having sex on OnlyFans or doing sexual positions okay. or something like that. I don't All know right. what's behind well, it. Yeah, but that's not what she's talking about here. She's saying behind the scenes she's getting the shit kicked out of her. By the way, P.J. Chain you know. says, shout out to ESO Creative, scooped up one of them, and I love New York shirts, and it's awesome. Gotten a few laughs out of people, and I already have a qual quality. It's wonderful. They Thank do, you. and that's a sponsor of the Monty and the Pharaoh. Absolutely. And again, go on to ESOcreative.com and get the limited edition Monty and the Pharaoh t-shirt. That shirt's the best. Uh, by the way, light, very light. Oh, I have yours at home. I was going to say, you it's already know very, what it feels like? I don't know what it feels like. It's light and soft. It's beautiful. Okay. You know what also is light? Bud Light. Ghost Rider says, I'm at home with my wife. No driving me. Wait a minute. You're not on the bike? Come on, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I like to thank the band that sings a theme song for Monty DeFaro, our own Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, Bart Griggs. Make up the band, Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such wonderful songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind. Here Comes the Rain, and you can find their music on Spotify, Apple Music, and Reverb Nation. And please go to their YouTube yeah. page. Hit that like and subscribe. Yeah. And a lot of fans loving your music. Yeah, what's You're opening going on up with for that? The, the Tuesdays with Tony Atlas? Yeah. Macho Man, uh, Macho Man Days, Man Days. Macho yeah, Man yeah, I got that. Yeah. And obviously, the Riding High, the theme song for the Monty and the We're Farrow all show. over the place. I gotta tell you, I'm totally into Wisteria Thank Hall. Thank you, sir. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty and the Farrow, seen here on Monty and the Farrow YouTube page, Monty and the Farrow Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, Channel 115. If you live in New York, every Tuesday from 9:30 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's prime time. Yes, sir. And it's Saturday, Channel 115, 11:30 to 12 p.m. Baby, that's up against Saturday Night Live. Works for me. 80,000 viewers. Works we for me. are blessed. Thank. Yes. Thank you so much. You are making our cable station very happy. And I hope you are enjoying the show. Channel 20, Tuesday, 1.30 in the morning to 2 a.m. We'll be right back after this commercial break where we cover the steroid trials. See you in a moment. Hi, it's Josh from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, produced out of indie music TV. So we were asking uh, our super producer, Matt, did, you know, did he feel that we were out of line for drinking a beer while talking about John Moxley's issues? Okay. What do, you, do you think we're out of line? No. I don't even think we're in line. 
I don't stand on a line, so I'm really not sure what that even means anyway. You know, and you, you know, right to have a frosty beverage after work. Listen, we worked hard all day. That's we right. want to have a beer. We're having a beer. If, and we it, want to have a beer with it, our Monty and the Farrell family. If it somehow simultaneously by happenstance occurs at the same time as a subject such as the previous one, oh, yep. well, it's not like we planned it. <laughs> superstar was superstar Billy Graham was hospitalized with a few con uh, conditions, but seems to be doing better now. Grandma also made it clear that his issues had nothing to do with the history of steroid use. Still, the company that he entertained millions wanted to check in on him to make sure he's okay. And he wrote on his Facebook page, "Yes, fans, what a surprise! Valerie, his wife, had this morning, and then had when she got." out of the shower that a man from the WWE had called to check on my health and condition. I said, wow, that is strange. What did he say? She said, well, he just introduced himself. I recognized his name. And then he said that we wanted to find out how Billy's doing and wish him a speedy and successful recovery to get him back on track. A few other things were said, and that was it. Of course, I won't reveal the name out of courtesy to him and the WWE, so I will say here and now, Thank you, WWE, for checking on me. Wow, this is out of character. It what is out of character. How am I supposed to react to this? That sounds like a nice story. That's very wholesome. What a happy ending. You've given me nothing to work with. Nothing. <laughs> That's fine. I wonder who, well, who do you think he was? Was it Vinnie Mac? No. Was it Shane O'Mac? No. Was it uh, Genghis Khan? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? The Khan Nick guy. Khan? Yeah, was it Genghis Khan? No. Was it? Was it? Uh, well, who was it? Maybe it's don't tell me it was. Uh, what's it? Dewey Foley? <laughs> no, it's probably Bruce Pitt Pritchard. You think so? I would think. By the way, that was nice of them to check up on him. I think that's great. I agree. Are they Facebook friends to the WWE and Superstar Graham? Because, uh, you know, you've got to sure. be careful when you're Superstar Graham's Facebook friend. Why? What will happen to you? Uh, if you don't give him at least $1,000 a month, he unfriends you. That's true. That's rough. And that did happen to you. It's rough. You know what? It's going to be even funnier after the next swig. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. But, you know, just when you're, 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 you're talking in the Graham corner. Yeah. Graham yeah. ruins it with also says, thank <laughs> you to fans it. for such a great response on the Don Morocco post, especially. Well, wait, 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 wait. Did, who did you, what was the name? Don Morocco. Well, I tried watching. Hello. I tried. Hello, know, Don. I tried watching this show with some snot nose from across the pond, and I, it, three minutes I fell asleep and farted two times before I fell asleep. That's rough. That's wow. rough. What a bore fest. That's mean. What was his name? What, Don who? Don Morocco. Don't fall asleep. Ooh. You know, he's magnificent. So, so Graham Whoa. says, posting these two okay. shots you see here, damn. <laughs> just look at the size of Don's guns in his flex shot. I bet they were right as good as 22 inches. Vince should have used Morocco with the Wiz to kick Backlund's ass <laughs> and become the new <laughs> WWF champ. Well, we can't argue with that. We did want to see Morocco win back in the day, but go ahead. Well, Here, here's a note managing Don Morocco. If you have a man that looks like a tank and good work and cut promos, so oh, yeah. babyface manager is supposed to do, you can't pull a leg, you can't interfere, it does no good, whatever. So, ever manage babyface, so whatever. But again, has to take a shot at one of the greats, Bob Backlund. Thoughts on that? Oh, so jealous. Stop it already. You were replaced by a guy who was more than capable of carrying the torch for a company for six plus years or so as, as WWF champion. One of the greatest guests we've ever had in the studio. Absolutely. A guy who we did not root for growing up, but learned to absolutely admire the crap out of Bob Backlund. 
Bob Backlund does not get enough love. You're out of your mind. We grew up during those years. Bob Backlund packed the garden. Week, month after month, week after week, we, we wished to see him on television on Channel 9. We would see him once in a while, kind of like Brock Lesnar, you know, was with the rare appearance by the champion. It was special. Bob Backlund was great. Stop being so jealous, okay? Bob Backlund was awesome. And it is what it is. And Bob Backlund had staying power. And Bob Backlund came back 10 years later or so and won the belt again. So, oh well. You know? What's with the hate for Bob Backlund anyway? Does Superstar Graham think he could have beaten Bob Backlund in real life? That would have been a roll-up and a 1-2-3 so fast. And if Bob Backlund felt like making him submit, he would have. Well, I think the problem and is... And that's the truth. I honestly so, think the problem is is that Graham was hot. Right. They made their move. Right. Right. Oh, well. Okay. Them's the breaks. But again, he just would have wasted At his money At least you were anyway. champ. Yeah. At least you were champ. And it doesn't sound like Superstar Graham was the kind of guy to, to trust with the belt anyway. Does no. it? I agree. I think he would have fucked Vince over at the very first opportunity he could get. And we're talking senior. So, guys. We're not even talking junior. Thanks to all your support Please. and everybody that's supporting us. Uh, a couple of things have happened. I, I think I mentioned that Tony signed a deal with Peacock, well, NBC, and... There will be a character imitating, not imitating, but playing playing Tony, Tony Atlas on The Young Rock. The Young Rock. That's awesome. Um, that is that is awesome. And then we had a wonderful interview with uh, Ahmed Johnson. Ahmed Johnson. Which is doing very well. Very well. And we've got a couple of write-ups on some of the dirt sheets, which is very cool. Can I throw a quick shout-out if I may? And I don't uh, normally do this, but I would like to thank What Culture Wrestling, who I enjoy very much with my buddy Simon over there. Right. I, I, loved, I loved that channel. And thank you for, you know, giving us a shout-out and, and putting up the Ahmad Johnson quotes. That was fantastic. But here's a weird thing, and I really need you to weigh in. And and thank I want you, Ahmad Johnson. You ruled. Absolutely. You know? I want you to weigh in. I want the fans to weigh in. So I received a phone call. Okay. Another phone call? Well, I was at the gym Boy, over the weekend. stops ringing. Go on. And it was a gentleman okay. that said, we've seen, we watch your show, we love your show. And we saw Mr. James Ellsworth along with Gilberg on, okay. a, on a show, which was a while I'm ago. I'm already getting defensive because I, right. like, I like them both very much um, from the time I got This get gentleman leave. said, Gil, uh, James, Gilberg's a really good guy. He is. But James Ellsworth is an evil, evil person. I and didn't see that, I am ready ahead. to reveal all the secrets that Ellsworth has gotten away with, and I've got proof, and I'd like to come on the show. I said to him, "Look, sir, I don't really know you. Yeah, um, yeah we're not into we're weird. not we're not into ripping people apart. Nope, you know it's not our thing. Nope, um, nope. No matter what you may think, go he on. did he did send some stuff to me. Okay." To prove that he did know what he was talking about. Okay. And some stuff was factual. And then I said, look. Some. I, okay. Well, when I say some stuff was factual, everything he showed me. Looked pretty good? Looked pretty good. That's unfortunate. Um, okay. okay. So I said, I have to check with my partner. And I want to check with You're the people. You're checking with me live on the air? And, and with the people. Hold on, folks. Go on. And with the people watching, would you like to have this gentleman on an upcoming show to discuss all the issues of J and he knows James personally. All right, here's how this is going to work. Of course, always want to hear from from the fans out there, you know, give us your opinion if you're interested in something like that. But I need to see this stuff before, you know, when we get out of here, you know, we're probably not even going to get to the car. I'm going to be like, could you show me what you're talking about right, here? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I actually like James Ellsworth. I thought he was a really cool guy. 
Uh, that doesn't mean anything, you know. Let's see. Let's see what we see. You know. That's interesting, though. But I did like him very much. I thought he was so awesome. So I do have my concerns, like, do I really, yeah, should we really yeah. do this, right? Well, I'll, I'll be able to talk more about it when I see more. I guess I'll leave it at that for now. But uh, and then, I, I love but, Gilberg. That's by the for, way, Marty sure. wrote me. He was all excited because the Atlanta Braves are now the new World Good Series Good for you, champions. Marty. And I was rooting for the Braves, as weird as it sounds. You know, I know we live in New York. We're, we're Yankee fans. But if you're a Met fan, you, nat- you naturally don't want the Braves to win. And that makes sense. As a Yankee fan, you look at the Braves a little differently. We beat their ass twice during the 90s. They're our bitches. You know what I'm saying? And they're still our bitches. Right. Sorry, Marty. But, you know, I was actually glad that they beat those nasty, disgusting by, by the way, Astros. By the way, PJ says, part of me says yes, but I got to go with no. Yeah, I'm kind of, you know... Right now, I'm leaning the same Ghost way. Ghost Rider says honest. no. Yeah, I'm leaning the same way. But Maria you know. says, I don't think it would be good. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I really appreciate their heart because I can feel it right now because that's how I kind of feel about it. But let's let's take a look at it and, okay. you know, we'll see what we think, you know. GD says, how much are those lucky strikes these days? 20 bucks a pack? Is wrote? it that much? Wait a minute, wait a minute. $20? Hold, hold up. Who wrote that, please? GD. GD. Gardner! That is not. That is not. First of all, I'm sure that that's not the same GD. Second of all, I'd like to thank you, G. $20 a pack. No, uh, here in New York, unfortunately, non-filtered cigarettes are the most expensive because you get what you pay for. These currently, go ahead, Mike, get ready. Wouldn't filters be more expensive? No. Not at all. Listen, you got to add something to the cigarette. Listen, a mess you, know, you says, gave me a beer. A mess you know? says, uh, pass, better better not to be uh, better to be safe. Chris I, Lee yeah. says, best not to. I, yeah, I tend to lean towards I guess towards the people it. have spoken. I I agree with them. I tend to lean towards that. No I still dirt take on a, Ellsworth. I, I like James Ellsworth, and I'm not so sure, but let me, let me at least see what you saw so we can go from there. But All I'm right. with the audience right now, I'll tell you that. Now, as far as the non-filter goes, these cost me... Uh, here in New York, $14.50 a pack, which is way too much. But I got to admit, if I'm going to kill myself, I'm not going to pay $12 for filters that have formaldehyde. Damn it, I'm going to kill myself the hard way. I'm going to do it the whole natural quality way. I don't want formaldehyde. I don't want the shit that they put in filters. Isn't a filter supposed to help you not get cancer? No, it's actually, you know what's funny? All right, we'll make this quick because okay. this is cigarettes, but you're going to find this fascinating, okay? Interesting. Here's, here's what's weird. I started to look up, why did the World War II generation live an average length of almost 80-something years? But the current guys, you ever notice why, like, you know, we're noticing guys from... Our, By the way, man, Ghost Rider says he likes Winston 100s. Those are, those, that's cool. When I used to smoke, that was, those no, were Winston's the long are, ones, right? Winston, yeah, yeah, but Winston was the most popular cigarette My mother in the used 60s. to smoke Winston, man. I used Winston's to like, are good. I used to, like, when the secondhand smoke, I used to love that. Winston gets a bad rap. They were the number one cigarette brand in the 1960s. Anyway, back to these guys to, in World Well, War to make II. a long story short, basically, I did, I did a lot of research, and I was wondering why the World War II generation lived to be longer than, you know, you know guys are cutting out in our age yeah, sure. they're dropping and stuff like that and what i found was is, is that the, the the smokers and most of them were smokers did you know 80 percent of america smoked in the 40s oh yeah i believe it 80 percent the the ones who smoked it there was no such thing as filters back then right they smoked the non-filter in the 60s the filters were really introduced and in filters are formaldehyde and all sorts of other garbage that is really really bad for you so and I noticed when I quit the filtered cigarettes and started smoking non-filters, no more stomach aches. 
no more feeling ill or I'm smoking too much. I, it's hard to explain, but non-filters, you get what you pay for, and you, when you smoke a joint, you don't put a filter on it, so do the math. What else you got, Mike? Wow, look at that. Yeah. What else well, with that, we're going to take a But quick... don't smoke, kids. It's really bad for you. With that, we're going to take a quick commercial break where we will cover the steroid trials. Smoke them if you got them. Oh, I remember that. Jeff Quest, graphics design, custom vinyl lettering, and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest, graphic design. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Faro, seen here out of Indie Music TV. Real quick, Chris Lee says, John Moxley writing another book on why he hates ladder matches. First of all, don't you have to be a certain age to start writing books? And what does it deal with just people writing books? Like, Moxley, okay, I can understand him writing a book, but the guy's like 30-something years old. Like, shouldn't you, like, get through your life yeah, a little bit? Yeah, I got to admit that I would probably wait another 10 years if I was Moxley to write a book. But, okay. Chris, you going to buy a copy of it? I wonder if Chris is going to, like, you know. I think, he, I think he likes Moxley. There's no reason not to. I think John yeah, Moxley's As many times cool. as I've spoken to Chris, I should know that by now, but yeah, I don't know yeah. that. Yeah. But how about these other guys that write books about themselves and they've done like they think they're special? Oh, like like that that guy that was on uh, the dark side. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like like guys like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Weird. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of like delusional. Yeah. All right, dude. So let's get into the uh, the steroid trials, okay? Go for it. So got I remember. As you did, right? Well, right. It was the mid nineteen nineties, right? Early uh, 90s, just got home to from the, the military yeah. or so. Okay. And that's when the steroid trials, right? The steroid mm -hmm. trials in the mid nineteen nineties were a series of trials brought forward by the federal government to indict the WWE and its chairman, Vince McMahon, on the grounds that he had been supplying anabolic steroids to professional wrestlers under the WWF umbrella. Six charges were brought forward with three being thrown out before the actual trial <laughs> was set. already half gone. <laughs> Those three which made the Loser. court were two counts of distributing <laughs> steroids and one count of conspiracy to distribute steroids. The trial was also noteworthy for Hulk Hogan's role as a witness, which, as we will learn later, was a complex as his relationship with Vince McMahon at this time. Vince McMahon was, of course, found guilty... Not guilty. Not guilty. That's right. Of Victor, which he himself was referred to as in the United States versus Vincent McMahon. Mm -hmm. Some of the people that played a high role in that were Jerry McDivitt. Hero. Hulk Hogan. Hero. Warlord. Hero. John Arizzi. No, he didn't really play part of it. He just... Loser. Wow. He was in studio, dude. Why are you saying that? What? Well, he, they lost. <laughs> he did lose. You're right. That's all I'm saying. I took it the wrong way. You're 100% what, right. I, you got, everything's got to be taken personal? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't wet yourself, bro. Dave Meltzer. Oh, 
super loser, and I don't care what he thinks. Oh, my God. John Arezzi mentions... John's a different story, but... I mean, hear that around 90% yeah. of the wrestlers at the time were on some form of anabolic steroids. Now, let's start with that. How the fuck would John Arezzi know that 90% of the wrestlers were on anabolic steroids? Are you saying that's a broad paintbrush without any... Well, you know... Well, yeah, I... but here's the facts, though. But And this is a key thing that Go I ahead. picked up on the documentary. All right. How many of them went up there and said that they had been taking roids for years before Vince... Working for Vince. Absolutely. Steroids were running wild in the territories. Absolutely. Why don't you sue Crockett and, and arrest, uh, you know... Uh, uh, An interesting fact, by the way. And, steroids, and, and, and take in the guys who ran Texas. Steroids have bring them all around, in. Steroids you know, have been around. Terry Von Eric, bring them in. Steroids have you been know. around since 1930, yeah, by the already. way. They stop. were made to help Olympians mm -hmm. defeat Perform other better. countries. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay? That's you're, why they were never put on the hit list. Of course. You, th you think that, that you really think for one second Adolf Hitler did not feed his Olympians? Thank boy? you. Are you kidding? Thank you. Oh, stop it already. Stop. But where would a guy like John Arezzi, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Know that 90% of the he rest He doesn't of, know. And let's talk about Dave Meltzer real quick. Oh, I, Dave Meltzer clearly me was taking steroids. <laughs> He's probably taking them now. That's right. He's probably taking them And now. if anyone, like, not that Dave Meltzer's this big muscle head, okay, but clearly you could see yeah. he was taking oh, the yeah. juice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The juice is very yeah. easy to see. John Arezzi wasn't taking the juice. He was taking the uh, the pizza <laughs> instead of the juice. What? What? Wow. What is the problem? He was not taking the juice. He liked food. Uh, uh, yeah. There's he nothing wrong food. with liking food. Yeah, they used to call him Chewy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Wow. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, you know. Feed me half a beer. Actually, it's three quarters. Three quarters of a beer. So, Dr. Jo George Zorian, am I saying that right? Not a hero. Examining wrestlers in the WWE had a big doctor bed filled with steroids, <laughs> with per the warlords. It was clear that uh, Zorian was more of a drug dealer than a doctor. Right. Former pro wrestler Brian. This disappointed me. I love me. Brian Blair. Brian Blair. No, I love Brian but Blair. But he went and testified, did he not? Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. And I don't blame him. First of all, wait, what do you, we don't blame him for what? The guy, he was telling you the want truth. steroids, here's steroids. Dude, all Brian Blair, stay with me on this. All okay. Brian Blair did was hang Zahorian. He didn't hang Vince. Why hang Zahorian? Why? Why? Because he had a choice. It was either you hang this guy, you help us hang this guy at the very least, or you could be in a lot of trouble. They, they fucked him. Brian Blair did what he had to do. I'm sorry, bro. I'm with Brian Blair on this one. I'm fine. I'm I feel like, and, and at the end of the day, the only one that he made sure I got fucked over was the one who, who was giving everybody everything. Zahorian. The end. But again, okay. The end. I'm supplying. Vince McMahon told me to do it. Oh, what? After they put you in, in, in well, wait a minute. solitary confinement for 44 days? But you he heard was, what but he was doing the said? same thing that Brian Blair did. Of he was course. trying to help himself out, of right? Of course. You heard what McDevitt said. They put him in solitary confinement for 44 days. He would have said, Vince McMahon, fuck me in my earlobe after 44 think days I, but, of that. <laughs> Give think, me a break. But think about Here it. we go. Like, come on. It was something. It, it was. And by the way. Oh, my God. The, 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 the government? What a laugh. They turned a blind eye to steroids since what year? When did you say this shit first came into existence? Obzen says, fuck Brian Blair. 
Okay, that's fair. Brian that's was cool. in studio. Yeah, I like Brian Blair, but that's He's, cool if you feel that way. I'm, I'm with Davio you. Davio says, Dynamite Kid used to throw syringes into the walls yeah, like come darts. on, man. Stop. Yeah. Dude, that was your tools of your trade. You of needed to do the was. juice. Of course You needed was. to do the juice. But by the way, what a witch hunt. I agree with Warlord. He said it on the documentary. Yeah. Witch hunt. And you know why it's a witch hunt? You're going to tell me with a straight face. What are we talking? Early 90s? Think about the think about sports in the late eighties, early nineties, right? Right. You decide to go after professional wrestlers. Did you ever take a look at Bo Jackson's arms? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever take a look at Brian Bosworth? Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you something. This was a witch hunt. They went after Vince McMahon. Eight oh two says sorry, Farrell, but for forty four days in the hole ain't shit. Now, I understand that, but you know what, though? For a guy who had never been in the hole, stay with me, 802, because I know you will. For a guy who would never been in the hole. That's a long time. I, that's forever. Yeah, thank you. I, I mean, know, I know he, would, he wanted his mommy, 802. You know, what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? So basically, he was going to say anything after that. And it's by the true. way, I'm impressed that you're a hardened individual. That works for me, okay? Phil so. says Farrell's animated, baby. Yeah, well, you know, I am a bit of cartoonish. But here's hey, the problem I, I grew had. up on Scooby-Doo. Here's, here's the problem I had. It, what do you got? So you had the steroid thing, and McMahon gets past it. We'll go back to it. But All right. Then you go on to Donahue, right? And <laughs> we covered this with Lee clown, Cole. Right? Clown show! And here's Arezzi along with a bunch of other fucking spoiled little rats right. who are annoyed. Right. right, because they're angry for one reason or the other. Like, listen, it's clear. Either they didn't wait, make it in this company. Thank, right, that's right. Or they're angry that they can no longer sustain the power trip that they were enjoying in this company. That's right. Now, what are we talking here? A bunch of bitter yeah, well, birds. You, bitter you got to start with this. Wrestling back then was a very yeah. small mm -hmm. society. Sure. And when the normal folk, like mm -hmm. a John Arezzi or fair. what's his name, the, the guy... Uh, who Meltzer? Meltzer. Yeah. They happened to seep in the wall. Right. So they had their own little party. Sure. They had their own little party with Marty. Right. 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 But it was right. really private. Right. And then all right. of a sudden things didn't become so private anymore. Right. Then they got angry. Right. Oh yeah. They were angry that everybody was involved in their what they perceived their little mm -hmm. world mm -hmm. of professional wrestling. And who died and left them purists anyway? Well, let me ask that, you. No, seriously. Let me ask you about it. Now, we had a resi. Oh, well, we, we're the, yeah, we're the you had a resi. You had a resi in studio. Who asked you? How do you become known as a pro wrestling historian? I have no idea. First of all, how do you get? You know how you. He's become, not the only one. I'll There's tell, many people going. I'll, I'm no. a pro wrestling historian. What? You read a book? Oh, you Bob know? Backlund in 1985 wrestled Jimmy Snuka. I'm a historian. Yeah, well, you want to look? Know I'm how? telling you history. Well, if you want to know how. Right. If you want to know how you become a pro wrestling historian, this is how you become. Please, tell me. Okay. Matt, do me a favor. Underneath the image of me, could you put pro wrestling historian? <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, that's... Because I'm a pro wrestling historian. You know why? Because I saw an armbar for the first time in 1975. Put it, put it underneath me right here. You are a professional... You see? High five. There we go. It's gonna That's be gonna be on air right here. That's how you become. You know, my a wife said to me, historian. She goes, "You know why these pro wrestling historians don't Thanks, like Matt. you?" Thanks, Matt. What was that? She one, says to me, "One more right? time. You know why these pro wrestling historians don't like you? <laughs> because you don't respect them." That's what she said to me. Now, she goes, "You don't respect I'm them." I'm supposed to respect a pro wrestling historian. Yes. I barely respect. Sammy Hagar, who replaced David Lee Roth, and you want look, me to... you're a pro wrestler. The story it is right there, but I barely respect the guy who replaced David Lee Roth. You want me to respect a pro wrestling historian? 
on good a, luck to you. On a serious note. Yeah, go ahead. Wait a minute. What's that? I, <laughs> I don't even know what I, that is. The steroid go trial, ahead. Vince gets away with... He got, away with he, he got away with nothing, he but he away gets away, nothing. right? He, he could have went to jail. He could have went to jail. He could have, but he didn't. Could have, would have, should have. Do you remember when Hulk Hogan was called and he was they were yeah. bringing him in? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you think at that time, because I did, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I thought Hogan was going to bury him nope. and that was the end of Vince nope. McMahon. No, I did not. Remember, he was working for WCW I at the time. I understand that, but no, I did not think that Hulk Hogan, I think Hulk Hogan got up there and told the truth and I love that he did because he was basically like, Vince never sold me shit. What are you talking about? So at no point did you think Hogan was going to try to screw him over? No. But Why? They weren't friends it anymore. It doesn't matter if they weren't friends. They're irreversibly connected. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, Lennon and McCartney had a lot of fighting after the Beatles broke up. But right. do you really think for one second that either one of them wanted real harm to come to the other one? Nope. And, yeah, I'm calling Hogan and McMahon Lennon and McCartney of the 80s. I understand. It's That's what point. I'm calling them. And if you don't like it, then you must have missed it because we grew up to it. The end. And the minute Hogan didn't bury him, checkmate it was over. Him. Right. That was checkmate. Right, but he also told the truth, though. He did. He was so like, Vince McMahon let's, never let's, sold Let's talk me about anything. this. This is, is another thing that people were in such an uproar about. Yeah. Hogan ends up going on to Arsenio, mm -hmm. and he's right. asked about steroids. Right. And Hogan says he took them three times, which right. is probably clearly bullshit. Of okay, course. whatever. Clearly bullshit. Right. Why would, again, here's Arizzi, here's Melser, uh, mm -hmm. let's not forget Mushnick, all upset, Hogan's Mushnick. a liar, whatever. Right. Again, you know, we've had some wrestlers in Mushnick. here. Mushnick. We've had some wrestlers in Wait. here. And yeah. I honestly don't think steroids are bad for you, dude. I think they actually could be helpful. Steroids the, actually helped me post-surgically. Yeah. Like, wow. And thank God may, for steroids. Here may yeah. be the issue. If mm -hmm. you take steroids and do downers and uppers right. and cocaine yeah, and that drink, might be, it might be a problem. and then you might have a problem. You might have a problem. Right? you got to choose right. something. So, again, did you have a problem with Hogan not giving the whole truth with Arsenio Hall? No, not particularly. No. Quite honestly, no. I should have. You know, he's not on a stand. ESO Creative says, coming law. soon, limited edition pro wrestling historian hoodies. Interesting. Can you put a Rezzy's face on that, please? <laughs> it's going to be a big With hoodie. a chicken bone. Big hoodie. <laughs> With a chicken bone in his mouth. With a chicken bone. Oh, my God. Holy chicken. I, I got to be honest with you. I have a lot of problems that people that want to see someone get buried. Yeah, me too. And yeah, he didn't do anything wrong. It's like you wanted someone to go to jail for doing nothing. No, you're mad at him because, because he's making he's making his money off these wrestlers. Here's the best part: you're mad at him because your version of pro wrestling doesn't match what he did. So See. let's send him to jail. Thank you. you guys, that you hit it on the head. You sick fucks. That's right. What the fuck that's is right. wrong with you? You know, you hit it right on wow, the head. Wow, that's fucked it, up. It wasn't your wrestling. Yeah, it wasn't please, what you stop. wanted. Yeah, and the best part is, is what most of these purists want today, is is two guys physically, truly beating the crap out of yes. each other. 
Wow, you really They have, want fake wrestlers really hurting have, each other. You really have their best interests in right. mind. You are full of shit. I want Wow. I want my wrestlers to look like the ultimate warrior yeah, or warlord or Hulk Hogan or Brock Lesnar or Brock Lesnar yeah, or right. Roman Reigns. Yeah. What I don't want them to look like is Moxley or Orange and Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And I got to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Why not? I mean, that's enough's enough yeah. with this bullshit. I mean, how, you want to call, let's call bullshit right now. Matty Ice, our producer, who no one's ever seen on camera, would beat the fuck out of Marco Stunt. He'd beat the fuck out of him. Oh, come on, man. I mean, Marco Stunt's like two feet tall. But I'm just saying, though, Marco Stunt can convincingly get in a ring to these people and wrestle a 300-pounder. Matt would fucking ice him in his second. Ghost Rider says Road Warriors are the George Harrison and Ringo Starr of the 80s. The Road Warriors are the George Harrison and the Ringo Starr. Evaluate. Well, I, if, 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 if he's adding to the Hogan... Uh, McMahon, uh, Lennon McCartney thing. I agree with that. However, I'll go further. The Road Warriors are the Lennon and McCartney of tag teams of the 80s. Period. Phil says it makes me wonder what the media is was trying to distract us from during that time frame. A waste of taxpayers and payers. Sure, money. we've seen it. You know what? He's 100% I, You know right. what? And on top of it, I got two words to add to that. Kenneth Starr. Very interesting. Oh, come on, man. That was the Biggest cash cow I've ever seen. Milking, milking, milking. Kurt Fox says, thank you guys for the Tony Atlas videos. The stories of life are eye-opener of what was and what is. You got it. I got to tell you, we were talking about that. Tony's kicking ass. It's funny because we grew up on Tony. Sure did. I'm always amazed that the WWE, even Georgia Championship Wrestling, why they didn't let him like. Let him loose. Let him loose. Oh, my God. What a mistake. You know what the best part is? Is, is that it, 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 sometimes when I'm when we're not doing the show and stuff, the phone rings and there he is. There's Tony, you know. And to- man, can he talk? I would have given him as much my time as possible. Oh my god, <laughs> he's a good talker, kidding. man. He's good. He's good. You, you're 100 percent right. Yep. Glad uh, the fans are enjoying uh, Tuesdays with Tony. By the way, I are glad the glad the fans and all the support and everything else. Uh, so. Again, the way I look at the steroid trials is this. you got a bunch of angry, older wrestling fans. With an agenda. That wanted to see Vince McMahon go down. With an agenda. You know, and and I'm sorry to say this, and I know, again, Maria, you're out there, right? Bruno Sammartino, one of the greats. And sure. great in my book, too. Sure. But he had sour grapes yes, towards the end there. Absolutely. He was not happy about anything. He didn't like the direction Vince was taking the company in. He didn't like how he was booking his son. He didn't like this. He didn't like that. Listen, Bruno, you had yourself an amazing run, and you were amazing. And I do think the McMahon family took very good care of you. The least you could do in your retirement, you shut the fuck up and let the McMahons run their business. Right. Nope. Not doing it. You know, I mean, no disrespect, but yeah, you disrespected them, so disrespect. It is what it is. Imagine if I had four of these. Boy, wow. Oh boy! So in the end, Vince survives. Thank of course God he survives. for all of us. And they knew that they would. They, they, they. T- by the way, let this not be lost. Public perception. Who was the babyface? Who was the public rooting for during the trial? Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Thank you. So remember, to the loud minority, you're just a loud minority. That's it. We hear your, we hear your complaining and anti-Vince shit all the time because you're the loud ones about it. We don't get on the keyboard every day and feel we have to 
defend the guy who turned pro wrestling really? into Super Bowl It's level. the minority that seems to have the loudest voice. It's just the internet. It's just the, It's just that they, they yell the loudest. Weren't you always taught growing up, you know, you could yell all you want, but if you're not saying something that's truly valuable, all you're doing is being loud. But then Shut again, up. the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? Well, yeah, but that's, you know, it might be, that might be applied differently. I'd have to go back and listen to the song. Interesting. About the squeaky wheel getting the All right, guys, we're almost out of time. I want to tell everybody, let's not forget, next Thursday we got our regular show. Maria Davis says, yes, Bruno Sammartino is great, but not as great, uh, was not as great to everyone. He was great. He was great. What disappointed me again on Bruno was I felt that Bruno was angry. See, there seemed to be a problem. You don't even have to feel it. He was angry. When you have the There's guys no in here. But, but you know what, though? This is the difference, you see. When people were working on the Vince Sr., yeah. there seemed to be that ultimate respect. Right. And when Junior took over, it's almost like the son taking over. Mm-hmm. It's not like the son like taking over. Like a resentment. Right? There's like a resentment. There's already a built-in resentment. And I'm an older sure. guy, and I don't want to listen to that kid, right? right. I don't want to work with that kid. Right. Anyway, the kid ended up being Better than the father, for sure. He surpassed him on and a business he's a, and, level. And That's Vince is sure. now a father for a father figure to many of these wrestlers. But right. the point is, when you when you when we ask that question, what's the difference between the two? There is certainly a difference of respect mm-hmm. for Vince Senior over Vince Junior. Sure, Vince Senior was more of a diplomatic businessman who right. stuck by his word. Right, and I'm not saying Vince Junior didn't stick by his word, but mm-hmm. Vince Junior also is very cutthroat, right, and. You know, you could see that in many documentaries with Vince Jr. But in the Andre the Giant documentary, he talks about Andre the Giant. One of the main things he says, he had this innate ability to disconnect himself from bad situations and not get emotional about right. that. Because right. that's, his only, that's his right. mechanism to survive. Yep. So Bruno, yep. Bruno, who meant the world to pro wrestling, meant sure. the world to the fans. Absolutely. I, I felt like he tarnished his image. I don't think that he's tarnished his image, but I don't think that he comes out looking too good, in my opinion, as far as his bitching after the after his career was over. It doesn't look good. Not to me. And it doesn't look good when I hear Superstar Graham doing all that bitching. You know? I had a much higher opinion of Superstar Graham years back before I heard him doing all this bitching. You know? I almost wish I had never heard him do any bitching so I could remember Superstar Graham, the wrestler. Right. Because it's a lot... I I feel a lot more fond towards Billy Graham, the wrestler. Maria Davis than I says, do Billy Graham, the Facebook Bruno personality. Was, Bruno was upset that his son didn't get a push. I'm not so sure, Maria, because when David was in studio, right, there was there was a disconnect between him and his father there was. too. There Certainly, was. a major disconnect between him and his mom. There, yeah. there was a big problem there, mm-hmm. or you know, and look, mm-hmm. all families have problems, right? But there was a disconnect with his father right. also. But where is the why is it why is it automatically that? Vince McMahon uh, Jr. has to push David San Martino. He wasn't good on the mic. He wa- he didn't have the it factor his father had. So what am I? I just have to push him? You know, I mean, I would have told Bruno, your son's not you. It's not personal. Look, let's, let's be real. But it's not personal. But let's be realistic. I like David San Martino, I thought he was right? good. But the reason they but brought David in. great. But they brought like, David in as a way to get Bruno back in. That's right. I mean. Because Bruno was still great even at the end, fighting Macho. Oh, my he, God. He and was Piper. Still, oh, listen, my God. Bruno had it. But because just because your son is your son doesn't mean you okay. Let's just give him a push. That's it. But that's stupid. I don't. That's think, bad. I don't business. think Bruno. I really don't think Bruno expected that. I, really I don't think don't. he did either. I think he tried to protect his son from some of the bad sure. shit that was going on. Sure, for sure, sure, sure. But I don't think he demanded stuff. That's right. for sure. Right, right. I can see that. Phil says Backlund never complained. 
Kurt Fox says, love hearing stories around the fire with you guys. Oh, Us too, you. man. We gotta, maybe we should have a fire pit one time. Uh, that would be awesome. I love when we have the fire All right, that being said, so we got next week, Thursday show. Don't know what subject we're going to talk about. We All might right. just talk about the release of Scarlet. Or well, the that... angry emails you're going to get from John Arezzi tomorrow. <laughs> we could talk about that. Oh, he'll just forget it. Ram! It's, o- it's Ram! over. I'm telling my friend Evan. Fucking <laughs> fall asleep before halfway through the documentary. What are you talking about? By the way, I think that guy's Evan's writing a book about himself. Oh wow, how self-indulgent! The school teacher who lives in a one-room apartment writing a book about himself—fantastic! Talk about yeah, egotistical. That's awesome, Matt. You got any Rolades? Damn it! Wow. Oh well. Anyway, so Friday, next Friday, Friday. we're gonna have honored, which call a family affair. A family affair. Where we have PG-13 in the house with superstar Superstar. Bill Dundee. Dundee. What is the Pharaoh's expectation of superstar Bill Dundee and PG-13? I got no clue. He's a pretty fiery guy, Bill Dundee. I'm not sure what to think. This is going to be interesting. At the very least, this is going to be quite interesting. He's a he's a pretty big pretty pretty big name from back in the day. Huge name. Superstar Bill Dundee. Huge name. Nice catch. Who's gonna be? Good? You excited for Superstar Bill? Dundee? I actually, I'm a little. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little worried. Tell you the truth. Are you really? He's intense. I, I I don't know what he's gonna be like. How about PG-13, dude? Wolfie well, D. I, I, I'm hoping that that's gonna be nice. He'll keep that. Might be crazy. Just keep him calm. Keep super well, calm. no. So PG-13's here by themselves, and then Bill Dundee's. On. Oh, okay, I got you. And then maybe we'll bring them all in together. Yeah, okay, okay. I wonder if Dundee gets along with his son. I, I guess we're gonna find out. His son's off the hook. Is he? Yeah. Okay, that works. He'll fit right in. If that's the deal. Who's who's writing what? 802 says, have you ever seen Stoned about Brian Jones? Phil, he's writing that too. Rally says, grew up in the Memphis. So, Rally, you're going to love this then, dude. Bill Dundee, the Memphis. Uh, guys, help me out there. I want to see Stoned having a brain with Brian fro- Jones. That sounds good. <laughs> I got a brain freeze. The announcer in Memphis. I, oh, God. Don't remember. Someone help. Yeah, someone please anyway. help. I want to talk about him because I was one of the great announcers of all time, and I, for some reason my brain is freezing. Well, it right could now. be this, you know. Anyway, do you need to check in anywhere? No, we're good. <laughs> okay, just check. All in. right, I want to thank you all for joining us. It's always our pleasure. We love you guys visiting us and taking your time and joining Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Again, we're honored to be part of Indie Music TV along with the super producer Matt, who is always on top of Ready his ice. game, making sure that things are right. Uh, by the way, Chris Lee said, don't give him good fucking wine. My friend, we have four bottles waiting. It is going to be a fun Friday rally. Thank you much. Lance Russell, huge Lance name Russell. in the industry. Of course. One of the greats. You talk about yeah. the greatest of all time, Gordon. Well, Gordon, but he's in Lance that Russell he's in that is family. really, if, if there's he's one A and family. one B, yeah. that's Lance Russell. Well, yep. Maybe Jim Ross. Jim Ross is great. But then maybe Bobby Heenan and Gorilla. Ma- you know what, Jesse no, Ventura? Jim Ross, though. Jim Ross. All right. Let's can't continue. Yeah, on. we could go on all day. We could. Phil, happy Thursday Thursdays. Again, we hope to see you guys next Thursday and then next Friday where we'll have some GFW in here. We're going to get our drink on nice. and really uh, have a good time. DVOB, another great show. Good night. Good night, all. We love you. And, uh, again, write the Monty and the Power we- uh, webpage. Guys, get you some. Uh, shirts and some pictures and I want to thank Chris Lee who is killing himself for us and believe me sir it much respect much appreciated Chris night all you've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh and until next time later